know that there is something magical inside of you, but you don't know how to uncover it? The Heart Sing Podcast is dedicated to just that, helping you put yourself first and figure out what lights you up. I'm your host, Addie B, aka Slayer of Namaslayer, and through my journey of losing nearly 100 pounds, uncovering the magic of my soul, and building the life of my dreams, I'm leaving no stone unturned in the process of self-discovery. And I'm here to share it all with you, so let's get started. Welcome back, heart singers. Addie B here, aka Slayer of Namaslayer, coming at you hot. I'm super fired up today. A few things. I am getting ready to open for my sisterhood, and the people that came in during our last planning camp are Me First Academy of the Badass Witches and Bitches. That's right. Don't you just want to be part of something with a name like that? I mean, I'm just saying. So I'm like really riding this energy, getting ready to do our topic of the month where we all get together and we learn through something together. And I'm doing this on intention and planning and the magic of what we call page two in the Me First Guide of our planner. As I'm putting this information together today to share with my sisters, I thought this is just so good. I've got to make sure everybody has as much of this knowledge as possible. So I want to share a few things for you that have been really key on my journey on this path of awakening to my true self on my weight loss quest, ultimately, and how I went from sleeping, like completely oblivious to what I am truly about to living a life fully awake and full of radiance, love, adventure, inspiration, each and every day. And it was through this intentional living and really getting clear about what I want from life, what I want my life to look like, and really taking the action to make that happen instead of kind of walking through life, just letting it happen to me to really start creating life. I used to have this magnet hanging on my fridge for years, you guys. And it was the quote, the life isn't about finding yourself, it's about creating yourself. And I can truly sit here and tell you today, I am doing this. And it's very exciting to me. And I'm leading other people doing it. And it's really comes to taking these ideas and these concepts that you will find throughout self-help no matter where you go, these concepts from law of attraction, Abraham, the spiritual laws of success that can really sound great, but feel so intangible when you're in the moment often, at least, you know, I was, I'd, I'd get excited and I like the concept and, oh, I can sort of see that, but then how do I take this and just apply it to my life each and every day? And that's really what the Me First Guide I created has done for me, like this process that I've put together. And I see it helping other people go on this journey too. And these concepts are woven throughout that I've created. I'm like, I I get you in by the weight loss, I like to say. And then I'm like, oh, by the way, it's really about your soul journey. (laughs) And let's do this. Let's like, like start to really live with intention. So there's a couple concepts here that I really want to share with you. And coming from Deepak Chopra's Seven Spiritual Laws of Success and Abraham Hicks' Law of Attraction. And both of these have 
they they of course overlap with the message and but they have really key action items for us to be able to put into place for you to start creating the life of your dreams and for you to start manifesting with intention and living with intention. So let's talk about that first. Deepak defines this, you know, um, in in the law of attraction, the seven spiritual laws, and I'll link these books below for you. But in the seven spiritual laws, he talks about intention and attention. Your intention is where you are focused on the future. The um, the intention when you when you create with intention. You are putting this out to the field, but without attachment. That is the key difference. A desire is just is, is a weak intention, right? A desire isn't, um, you know, uh, seeing this in the future. It's just like you want something. An intention is the no, you knowing that this is going to happen, right? Like I see this, I want it, I feel it, I'm in gratitude for it now, and I'm going to release it. I have no attachment to it. I let it go. And then your int- attention is what you do in the moment. This is where we focus in the moment. So as I go through my daily planning process, as I'm looking at how I want to show up for each part of my day, for each part of my year, my month, my week, my day, how do I want to show up? And can I show up with more intention each and every day? Can I get better at this? Can I get better at creating from this space of hey, what do I want it to look like? What do I want it to feel like? And can I make that happen? Here's what you do, you guys. You experiment this for yourself. Don't take my word for it. Don't take Abraham's word for it. You just start trying it. And that's why I designed the guide, right? Like how I did, because it helps lead you through that process of and, and you can do this on your own. You can do it on a piece of paper. You write out your schedule and you ask yourself, how do I want to show up? What is it going to look like? What would be the best case scenario? Because if you don't do this, you're leaving it to default. If we, if you truly can start to believe and understand that we create everything in our life, in our world, and if you don't believe this, start testing it. Start intentionally creating and see what happens when you do with the allowance of you need to create with detachment, like abiding by the other seven spiritual laws, which is a whole nother podcast, right? But like allowing yourself to detach yourself from that outcome so that in the process of you creating with intention, okay, this is what I want it to look like, that it's not the house, it's not all the steps. Remember, you're releasing the attachment to it. You're allowing the universe to to bring it to you in a way you can't even imagine. You can't even think how that is going to happen. All I know is I see this empire of badass witches and bitches I'm leading and we're lighting up, we're lighting up women around the planet one after another, like little light bulbs out there. And I can kind of see sort of visions of it. I see where I'm at, but I don't know the hows. I just keep moving forward into the unfamiliar, into the unknown looking for my body signals, looking for my my yes, for my spirit, for, for confirmation I'm on the right path now. And this has been a process of me testing to understand how my body feels. I wasn't just born like, well, I was probably born this way, right? But I've spent like my entire life shoving this down and having these restrictions from 
all these little boxes were put in from society and things we've learned and, and issues I've put on myself, right? Like breaking down these barriers and allowing myself to really say, wow, what if, what if I do create like this and testing it? What if I do say, universe, I need $3,000 and I just trust and believe. And to truly trust and believe in that, know, see it, feel it and accept and move forward. And that's a big thing is the acceptance, you guys, accepting in your present moment exactly how things are right now. You, you accept and you have your full focused attention on how you want to show up in this moment. And if you're doing this, all of the obstacles, most of the obstacles that will come up are dissolved because most of the obstacles we create for ourselves, we create in our mind. They're not even real obstacles, right? There are things like, oh, I might fail. These people might think this of me. I might eat that second pie again tomorrow, so I might as well eat something right now. How often do we create our own obstacles? Most of the time. <laughs> Look at your obstacles. Ask yourself what's stopping you from doing X, Y, Z. Is it maybe you don't believe it's possible or is it that your mind is just, you're not controlling your mind, right? That you are not running your castle. If we go back to last week's episode, right? That you are not the keeper in charge of all that's in your castle, that you are out at the gates letting all the shit in, right? So how can you be intentional? How can you say, you know what? I don't want to live my life with Netflix and a uh, tub of Ben and Jerry's in my lap. I just don't want to. That's not how I see myself going out. That's not how I want to go out, man. I want to go out like hiking mountains and sailing yachts around the world. And what can I create in these next 50, 70 years? Maybe I can extend my life. Maybe I can reverse my age like the biohacker, right? That's up next, guys. Stay tuned. As I'm on the quest to goal, which, by the way, I slayed, I don't know, pound and a half again this week. So I'm right on target. Uh, 184 was my goal for the week and I'm at 183.8. So we're on we're on target for goals. So stay tuned for that. I know it's a bit of a squirrel, but there you go. I'm excited to go to Dr. Joe and bring all of this stuff. So Dr. Joe, that's another thing, right? And wait till I get back from that. Oh, buddy. Because I got to tell you, it's one of those things Talking about living and creating your life with intention, when I look at opportunities now and I say, if I say no to this, will, will I care? And if I say yes to this, could this potentially change the trajectory of my life and is it a way I want to go? And when I get a full body hell yeah and the universe just opens doors upon doors to make sure I get there, I'm in. No longer do I doubt that. No longer do I doubt that I can manifest and make it happen. I just say, am I going? Right? Is this something I'm going to do? And every time I exercise this a little bit more, even I'll have the little piece of doubt in there. Like when I wrote Dr. Joe on the calendar, I'm like, there's no way I can go do this this year. You know, it's X, Y, Z to get there. It's like logistically, I'm building all these things. I can't go. And I just start talking about it. I put it on the calendar and I'm going, you guys. And I'm going this weekend. So just wait till I get back because then I'm really going to like bring this up even another notch because this is one of those things I said to myself, just like with meditation at the beginning, I have to do this. I have to go. This is the next thing on my path. And with like getting my Chopra certificate, that was one of those things too, this investment in me. 
So ask yourself, are you making intentional choices in your investments of yourself, in your brain, in your time, in how you're creating your life? Okay, so back to the law of attention. So we're understanding the intention and attention. Intention is of the future. Attention is now. And where you focus your energy is where you manifest. And this is why we want to focus on what we do want, not what we don't want, right? Like I want to create this awareness of what I don't want. I want to just bury it and ignore it. I want to get it out and rewire my brain, but to focus more on what I do want. And Abraham would tell us that we don't even need to do that. You just focus on what you do want. He's like, most of you can't do that. Most of you humans, right, just can't do that. So when you're looking at the seven spiritual laws, Deepak tells us, you know, we need to first go into the gap. So you like get in this place. And I like to do a future self-visioning. And this is how I lead my um, getting the group planning done. When we do the large planning events, things like that, we go into a guided future self meditation and really get yourself in that space where you're embodying your future self. And then we come out and we write about it. So we're like, again, putting that into from your mind, putting something onto paper. And there's science about that too, about the um, how it wires into your brain on another level when you're writing it out. So we go from this intention, this, this feeling and this vision and this meditation into writing it out, into planting the seed into the meditation air, into the space of the infinite field of infinite possibilities of the quantum of this place where we call the gap when we teach you meditation, the space between thoughts, the space where is nothing but it's all the energy of all things in the universe. All possibilities exist. There is nothing that doesn't exist in that field. And so we want to plant those seeds and let them go. And then you let the universe bring it to you because you can't even imagine the magnificent ways the universe can bring it to you. And to trust when it feels like you're going off the path that the universe has still got your back that it's still bringing you to that end game of what it is you truly want. So we release these intentions and desires into the field and we want to remain in self-referval. So we remain the observer. And this really means that when you see yourself relying on outside judgment, judging yourself for what you think others might think, for what you think, Rather than you being the observer of self or you have this separation, like I am not my body, right? I can see myself going acting and acting in the present. It helps you stay in the now and relinquishing your attachment to the outcome, really letting that go because it won't matter when you're existing in it now. And this is such a shift, but it's through these small actions that you can get there. Start practicing. And you won't believe at first, I didn't, or you might believe and you're not sure. And But just why not keep trying it? Like people don't go around talking about this stuff and there's nothing to it. And it's like embedded in like not more non-woo stuff, okay? It's like in the underlying and all the planning and you can take it totally right brain, you know? And science is uncovering more about the quantum energy, dark energy, matter, all of this stuff. 
So we're starting to understand parallel universes and dimensions and all of these things are becoming less of a mystical thing, if you will. And um, I like it when Dr. Joe says, right, like that science is the new language of mysticism. And I think that is something a point we're getting to. And it's really kind of cool to look at combining both of them. So bend your mind on that a little bit. And if you're in the spiritual realm and you're resistant to that, ask yourself why. You know, are you are you as resistant as scientific people? Like, why can't we just be open to all of it and test it for ourselves and see what happens? I want to see for me, right? Like, I might hear you. I have to hear things a few times, and then I want to test it and see what frick happens. You know what I'm saying? So then you just let the universe handle the details. Done. Wash your hands. Goodbye. There you go. There's your dream. And then you focus on staying in the present moment. So in the Me First Guide, I ran this thing up the side. And this comes from Abraham really getting me thinking about my intention segmentation. And I'm going to get into that right now. So let's shift over to Abraham and Law of Attraction. So now you've got your law of intention and desire. And just start doing this for yourself. Get yourself in a future mode and kind of see it. See your future body if it's a weight loss quest or maybe it's it's money limiting beliefs you're overcoming and you want to have freedom. Maybe you want financial freedoms a thing. Maybe you see yourself there. What does it feel like when you're financially free? And can you let go of that and live intentionally now? So let's shift over to Abraham. He tells us, they tell us in the law of attraction. And if you have never, I loved that on Audible, by the way. And I'm pretty sure I've talked about this here on this podcast before, but you can never get enough of this. I can't. Every time I get the reminder, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he talks about three things we need to do to create. It's this simple, they say, like the universe beings, you know, this is what you need. You need First of all, meditation, because again, that gets you to the gap. They, like you can't get to the stillness if you're not still, right? Like you don't get to the space of the infinite stillness if you're like buzzing all over, ingesting all the things, flooding your gates with all the stuff, right? Like you don't get there. So meditation and um, taking this this focus inward and allowing this opening from your inner you to your outer you. So you're like starting to embody this, what you want, and therefore bringing attention to it, right? Present moment awareness. And then he calls it workshopping. And I relate this to thinking intentionally and quite simply frigging planning. Like I used to think I planned. Okay, like, I mean, I ran a a lot of properties, a lot of sites, a lot of money, people, all of that stuff. I had to plan at work, right? And I'd sort of plan my personal life. Okay, I'm going to go work out here. I'm in a grocery shop. I'm in a laundry. But nowhere near I do now. Now I plan my soul. I plan down to like as much of segments as I can. And not every day you guys step away from perfect. Some days I don't get a good full plan in. But I do like my baselines of what's important for my soul to shine, all of that. So segment intention is the third thing. And this hit me huge. He talks about this, uh, even a phone call. Like when someone calls you, they have an intention on that phone call. And if you're picking it up cold, you have no clue of your outcome. Like what do you want from that phone conversation? 
Are you being intentional from it? Are you showing up how you want to show on it? And I thought, oh my God, that's just such a really good way to think about it. How often are we just jumping into things, not thinking what we want the outcome to be and not really being intentional? And can I get better at in the moment creating with intention. I thought, I'm going to start thinking of this ahead of time. So in the on the side of my planner, by like I'll write out blocks of time. Like I'm going to work for, I'm going to do my 90-minute focus hour. I'm going to work on the podcast. And for that podcast, I really want to bring inspiration and creativity and energy. These are like, I close my eyes and I see the myself doing the podcast and how I want to feel. And then I write down that energy. And that's done. I see myself showing up for that segment, the outcome I want for you, listener, on the other end to get a nugget, to get fired up, to feel my energy as if we're in a room talking together and you can just feel my excitement about this and you pick up some nuggets for yourself to get excited and inspired, right? That all goes into me thinking about that for 10 seconds and writing that word down in the side. And then, so as Abraham talks about this, us being intentional as you move throughout your day in each segment, and you will get better and better at this the more you practice. So I started practicing, and you do this right now if you do like a word of the year. That's your intention for the year, right? Like mine is surrender. I'm yielding to this excellence within. I'm trying more and more to give myself over to this power of the universe to completely trust in all that I can't touch or see, but that I can feel and I know now. And when I'm in alignment, I really know. You know, it's not like an intellectual knowing anymore. It's like a full body know, but that came through practice. I get this a lot where people, you know, will look and say, you know, I wish I could feel like as inspired as you or have this deep need. And, you know, I'm not feeling it. I don't know my purpose. You guys, I didn't either. You know, like I, I found this passion and I, I just, when I gave myself over, when I surrendered all the bullshit I thought was true, like I started to question what is really true? What if, what if there is magic? What if I do, if I am a warrior from another century and I got a sword and I'm magical and shit, like how fun is that? How can I have more fun? What if I can create an organization of badass witches and bitches and just have friggin' have fun all day creating new tools for us all to have fun and light each other up and uncover our souls. Are you kidding me? Sign me up, sister. Right? Like, how can I be intentional about that? And here we are. And what if, what if, you know how cool that'd be to just get an RV and, you know, Millie and I could travel around the country and have these little adventures because kids that live in Hawaii don't get to see the states like that, right? Like we road trip in the states all the time. Like you grow up in road trips. You don't when you live in Hawaii, you're flying somewhere, you get there, it's all expensive and you, you stay somewhere, it's time consuming, whole nine yards, it's far, you know? So I thought, how cool would that be? Look where we're sitting. And now we're manifesting the desert house and the pool and the table of the round table of the witches and bitches and the being grounded in the mountain and all of these things I can see and they're coming. And I don't know what to tell you other than I'm taking steps forward. I've got houses I'm visioning and, you know, all of that that's coming. 
It's all coming. And I don't know what's going to happen between here and there, but I am going to trust that the universe is going to give me exactly what I need. And we are going to have some friggin' fun along the way. And you know why? Because I'm going to be intentional about having fun, being inspired, living in love, adventure, inspiration, really working from my core values, knowing who I am and what I'm about. And guess where that came from? Showing up and doing all these little things starting to question what if. And once you wake up, once you start to question, let me warn you, you're not going back, sister. If you're already listening to this, just just come join us already. <laughs> Shorten your misery. You might as well just rip off the Band-Aid. And I got to tell you, yes, there's mud. There's mud along the way. But when you bloom, oh man, watch out. Because you just get more and more light and more and more radiant each step you take on this path of living with intention, living from this place that serves your higher self, of making the choice of Shreya, not Praya, the choice that serves you, not the wine wench, right? Like I can feel my connection since I stopped that layer of buffering. And now I'm left with the Hallmark movies and the food while I do that. And um, it's not half the barrier breaker that the wine wench was. The wine wench separated me physically, right? Like the, the Netflix zoning out is another thing. And I actually think once I get the round table together, that's going to resolve itself. And I think that's part of this last part of my path. Because like even working with Mini Slayer, you guys, like we're working in her place together. It's so much fun. We're putting this software together. You guys, can you imagine how much fun this is? It's crazy. And yes, I created it. The universe created it. I had a vision. I just keep moving forward. And I'm trying to show you guys that I'm not, it's not like it's not any rocket science. It's like I show up and I do one little thing each day and half the time I'm fucking everything up all over the place. Excuse the French if kids are listening. So sorry. (laughs) Don't report me. (laughs) All right, witches and bitches, listen up. I'm going to Dr. Joe this weekend. Oh my God. It's in San Diego and I will be there for a week meditating for a week. You think I'm lit now? You just wait until I get back. I know. I already know. Like, you know, I'm trying to release any expectations or attachments. I really don't have any. I've been doing the course. I've been doing the meditations in conjunction with what I already do. And I can tell you it's, I'm, I'm going to bring so much of this right back here to all of you. And when I get back, I'll be opening another primordial sound meditation course. And we are as a group, like meditation is part of our culture. It's just part of what we do. And you can see how important it is in all of this living intentionally. So I would love to have you in this group if you want. I can only teach so many people because we can only give so many mantras. And while we're getting ounce and light seeker trained, you know, I can probably do like maybe 20 people this month. And that's because I do your individual mantra ceremony with you. All of that is so awesome, you guys. Like if you've ever struggled with meditation or you want to take it to the next level, just come do it. 
There's no way. There's just no way you'd regret it, especially if you made it this far in this podcast. All right. Listen, I hope this episode has given you a little nugget of inspiration to go out there and just start questioning, start living with more intention, and start really creating the life you want to live. Not the life you think you have to live because it's given to you and it's happening to you. You go create that life and you light this be up. And I'm going to be right here by your side. Until next week, slay your app.